So is it just 10 seconds of any song? 10 seconds of any copyrighted song. Like any song. All right. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, fine. Do you know of any songs that aren't copyrighted? Yeah, royalty-free ones. Songs or no. sounds? No, you can get songs that are royalty-free. Do you watch our podcast? We have a song at the very end called Ice and Fire. I thought it was just sounds. No. Anyways, so, clap. <laughs> Welcome to the Mind Drone. Welcome to the show. The show that's uh That is one of my favorite songs. Which which one was that? Hell's Bells. I don't want to say it. You can say what the song oh, is. Oh, you can? Like, oh, you, you can sing Are you just this making song. these rules up now? Is no, this just... I'm not. So YouTube has an AI that will literally scan through the thing, and if it sees any wavelength similar to one that exists, it'll pull it off. And it is notoriously good. Like if you're vlogging and you walk through like a shopping center, and the shopping center is playing it, it'll mute that section of your video. Wow. So. Do you guys know Tool? I don't. 46 and 2. Is that song? Funny. You, you, you say you don't know Tool? I know of Tool. I don't know if I've listened to their stuff. Oh, wow. It's, I, it's my jam. Especially on days like today where I have to do like a fair amount of like computer work, where it's just this kind of like... Bleh. Then I, I usually rock out pretty hard. I'm pretty sure... I am pretty sure that my dad is a big fan of Tool. Yeah. Like, huh. I'm pretty. Whoa! I think it's Tool. It's it's. I mean, I don't want to say harder because Tools. I mean, compared to like Screamo and other stuff. Well, I disturbed. It's disturbed. No, I mean it's. But yeah, no, I'm. I would not classify it as rock. It's metal. I'd say it's a metal type of rock. Mm. Carbon fiber, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, my drone small business, the show that is uh, cheaper. It's better than a coffee break, cheaper than therapy. <laughs> so, my brother gave me a really hard time on the episode where we had um, uh, Mustache Man and oh, Rob. Brian Two on. Yeah, we we never said what they did. <laughs> Good. Like he's like, well, you should when you have guests on, you should introduce them, and and so it adds to the mystery. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna. You know, it leaves your viewers coming back. The funny oh, yeah. thing to me is like, yeah, we we've been eating meals together for like a years, so like, how come you don't know who they are? So, anyways, just didn't even think about it. Um, he's not wrong. That's no, 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 we 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 really should do that, but none of we just finished eating, and so we just kind of sat down and started recording. Didn't even think about it. It's true. I'm trying to pay somebody, apparently. Oh, by the way, I got to pay you. And I got to pay you still. Yes. You I don't know, have to pay anybody. We sold yeah, a yeah. die today. Hey. First time I, I dropped it back down and I, I upped my right. advertising budget. And so we sold the die. Whether Which one did it, I'm not sure. But, Is this one on? Uh, yeah, they're technically all on right now. So if I move it. Yeah, you're ruining, you're ruining the whole podcast. They're you're ruining Christmas. No, you know, I turned it off. You know what? What? I think... We should talk about intellectual property because we were literally just talking about intellectual property and about how you can't use songs. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Well, intellectual property. I P. Hate it. it. Me too. In I I I've already told you two the story, but I'll I'll refresh for everyone else. Um, last week vacation in Hawaii. Great, loved it. 
beautiful, warm, sunny, beaches are fun, swimming with sea turtles, great. All the tropical fish was was amazing, snorkeling. None of my kids died, so. Totally, totally different than Montana. Yeah. Where kids die all the time and it's cold. Yeah, yeah, because of, you know, like women's health things and all that political jazz that's going through the internet. Anyways. What? You didn't hear about that? The first confirmed death because of the new abortion laws just happened yeah. in our state. At least that's what they're saying on the internet. Anyways, but that's not what we're about. Politics are great. Just don't talk about them here. Um, so uh, we sell the Seashells. the designs for our Easter tombs, our high-selling product. So if, if you want to do it, you can make it for yourself. And then we sell a business version where if you want to sell them, you can do that. Well... We we hired someone to ship all the products while we were out, and then we just responded to messages. So when we woke up and when we went to bed, we answered messages, and then if the person we were hired needed help, they would call us and, and ask for assistance, and we'd give it and whatnot. So it actually worked out really great for us, except on, I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday, someone went on and was like, hey... I'm trying to fulfill orders. Can you help me with your design? It's, I'm, not, I'm having issues with because it's an image on top of a vector and their system wasn't doing it quite right. And we look at it and like, you bought the personal use like model. So like, if you want to sell them, you need to buy the business. And their response is like, well, that one costs five times as much, and I'm not going to spend that much money for this. You can go Okay, whatever. but you have to say, how much is five times as much? Uh, $50. $50. Okay. We, it's $10 You're not $50. asking $5,000. Yeah. It, You're not acti- asking $15,000. No. You're asking for $50. 50 I don't... That's the, two people going out to lunch. Yeah. yeah it's really? Silly. If you could sell three of them, that would pay for itself and, like, anyways... I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't quite get where, obviously we don't know anything about these people. Yes. Other than they're stupid. (laughs) Yeah. And they're going to sound more stupid as we get further along in this podcast, the rest of the story. This this is just what, what set us off on our initial adventure. Cause, so they said that they were selling it. So my wife is like, oh, I need to make sure that no one else is selling R2 on Etsy. Cause it specifically says personal use. And then in the business one, it says only allowed for physical sales, like we own the online rights. Like, like we'll give it to you. You can sell it at a uh, farmer's market and the craft fairs, but we we have online. You don't want to sell for $50 the whole farm so everyone else can yes. sell it on Etsy. But, but if, if, if you're going to uh, Mama Joe's like farmer's market, we're not going to sell to half the people there because they don't know how to use the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. AKA. No, I'm right. But. <laughs> So we went online and we started searching and we found a tomb that had the same variations as ours, like, like cross variations. We found it had the same silhouette. It had the same tree that we use. It's a royalty free tree that we bought. They bought the same one, put it in the same place, then used the same scripture and you can't own scripture. So we're fine with that. But then they used the same, like we have like small letters, big letters and small letters. They did, they did the exact same style. And my wife was immediately like, we need to report this person. This person's going down. We got it. We got it. Was already, I'm like, like, 
we're not the only ones that sell tombs, yada, yada, yada. So I, I did a little research, <laughs> typed into ChatGTP, what counts as like stealing intellectual property. And they said like it's either too much of the likeness or can confuse your brand. Brand confusion, yep. And there are other tombs out there, but ours is fairly unique in like the total package. And this one was nearly identical. So with that, I'm like, okay, you can ask Etsy, say like, hey, we think this is taking it, um, put in the claim. Etsy sided with us, and we thought that was it. Except later that day, we got a message through Etsy where the guy was like, hey, I came up with this completely on my own. No inspiration was taken from you, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, like we already won. I don't, I, don't need a, I don't need to worry about this. So we went on our day. Then they found my wife's photography page and they start harassing her saying like no man can serve two masters i started quoting scriptures like who copyrights scripture like like you feel good about yourself like tearing down some some starting entrepreneur did you check you should check which version of the bible their quotes came from it king james oh and so no 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 I'm sorry the the scriptures that they were quoting to you uh-huh. find out which version of the Bible oh, those that came would have for. been interesting no, that she, will kind of point you towards whether it was because a lot of people use NIV yeah um but but <laughs> does it matter no it doesn't <laughs> but but it would, totally it would be, matters it would be interesting <laughs> it totally if, matters if they're quoting scriptures from NIV and they use the tomb from the King James that would be a little bit of a red flag. Oh. Okay, I follow. Yeah, I follow. Right, it totally. No, it totally mattered. Yeah, you you, you picked up on it. So my wife blocks them from the uh, from the page, and then they start direct messaging her. And so at this point, we're like, my wife's. It's ruining the day for her. She can't. She can't concentrate. So we we (laughs) use ChatGTP to write up a strongly worded email, being like, okay, here were the three things we had problem with your tomb. You offered the same variations. Your layout was nearly identical, and the art that you put on it was the same art in the same place. If you change XYZ, we won't come after you. We don't care. Also, stop harassing our employees, or we will take legal action against you. And when we did that, they sent us a new variation of their tomb, and then they never talked to us again, and we ran off happily uh, into the sunset. But the Hawaiian sunset. The Hawaiian sunset. That whole thing was insane to me because literally three weeks ago, I had something like happen to me on Etsy. And I was just like, ah, you win some, you lose some. And, and the thing is that he hadn't sold anything yet. And it was a laser cut thing. So he could still cut out other stuff. I, the, the listing I had down was physical products. So I have, I have thousands of dollars of product now in my basement I can't sell and I don't want to do with. But, like, I was just, ah, whatever. But this person lost essentially nothing. He didn't lose any, like, like momentum. He didn't lose anything. And was ready to, like, burn down our business because of what we did to him. This wasn't the same guy that bought. No, this was a completely different guy. Okay, this is a completely different guy. I'm sorry. When but, originally when you told the story, I thought it was the same guy. I did, too. No, 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 no. Guy. no. D- d- okay. Different guy. But the whole reason we found this. I came up with this with myself. I also bought yours for, for, for well, that's, $10. Uh, yeah, that's no, where no, I was no, no, confused. No, no. But, I, <laughs> but the whole reason we found it is because uh, after we did that, we just we did a 
quick search of tombs scrolled through. And then this one, like we even showed it to my sister-in-law who we were staying with down there. And she was like, yeah, if I didn't know what, like your tomb versus their tomb, I would assume they're the same one because at a casual glance, they looked nearly identical. And so that's, that's the reason we took it down. But it, it, it was, it was insane to me. Cause like I've, I've dealt with it on both sides and I've never, like, I was a little upset, but I've never, I've never been that mad. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't get it. So anyways, because of that, I want to talk about intellectual property because that, that was the long lead in yeah, to intellectual property. It only took me 15 minutes. <laughs> Imagine uh, how long it was for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what what is your thought on intellectual Listeners property? Are like two X. <laughs> um, do you think that I was in the right there? How could it maybe been handled better? X Y Z. I think handled better. The person shouldn't have stole your stuff. Uh, period. The end. I don't know. I'm for me, intellectual property is pretty cut and dry. Just like you, and I've been on both ends. <laughs> I have uh, careful what you say. Yeah, I got word it right. I got. (laughs) Although I don't want it to make it look like I'm a thief or a liar. I did. I had product Mm -hmm. that I was selling. That the acquisition of said product was. It was a a little bit of a gray area. I basically was purchasing questionable purchasing uh, products from a an MLM, and then reselling those products at a markup online. Mm-hmm. Uh, this company didn't like it, and they sent me a cease and desist, which wasn't my first cease and desist that I've ever gotten um, certified mail. Last. So, Oh, certified, so they know when you got it. Yes, most... <laughs> That's how, in my in my experience, that's how you know cease and desist are legit is when they come certified mail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then I've had things stolen from me. Granted, it's not been like a lot, and now I'm thinking about it. I don't technically own the rights to those designs, so I guess I've never truly been on the the side of mm-hmm. somebody stealing something that I've created. But I have had. People hop on listings and sell a similar esque product, and then it just steals potential sales away from me. Yeah, I don't know. I think if I think in your case, I think the person stealing your idea, uh, where and then lying about it, clearly wrong that they. And 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 once there's again, no way that they could have been the original person if they hadn't had a sale. Um, everything about it was true, like all that. And then, and then to get caught, double down on the lie, and then get caught again, and then go to harassing. Ah, that's just being a poor loser at that point. Yeah, a little bit. And, and and I I honestly, it very could have well been parallel thought. Like it could have been. Like sure. Sure, but at the same time, like unlikely, <laughs> and unlikely. If they're using the same font, yeah, as you, it, it was it was different font. It was the same font style, though. So so like we have there's there's a small line, there's a big line, and then a small line, and then the scriptures underneath, and they did it the exact same way. I don't know if they found the same font because they were using. They they didn't have access to Adobe, so they don't have the same 
repertoire of fonts that we have access ah. to. They were designing something called Inkscape, which is a free program. I use it all the time. It's a free vector program. And so they didn't have access to the same fonts as us, which I'm pretty sure if they would have been using Adobe, they may have just straight up used the same font we did. But like it, and the, same, the same clip art too, the same exact one. And when you search like that item, Easter tombs, like we are in the top 10. So it could have been heavily like, like inspired by, may have been the thing. The other is the variations that they had a large one and a small one, which is, we, we are like the only ones that do that, which is another one that was just weird and is. But like, I feel bad because like they're trying to start a business and that's no, I don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. They need to learn that lesson. Okay. So they need to learn that lesson now. Yeah. And now it, is a good time to, if they're starting mm-hmm. and then you worked with them. Now, I thought you were very kind in saying, hey, Even you're if it obviously. Was artificially, artificial kindness. Mm-hmm. But. ChatGPT. <laughs> that's true. Um, the robot was nice. But in your situation, it, like, I mean, they're harassing. You're, yeah. They're harassing your, your missus. Yeah, okay? self-defense. Mm-hmm. You're, you're getting, like, somebody who's sitting there and being quite belligerent about it. Um, and then you said, Hey, look, here are the three things. Like, this is what we're having a hard time with. And then they changed it, which means they have some level of, of knowledge and design. And then you were like, okay, fine. We're going to keep going on our going. So, you know, you weren't to, to this idea that you were crushing a small business. No, I, I think that really you took it. You, you did that whole thing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when I do entrepreneurial coaching and stuff, as I tell them, I say, look, right now is a great time to make those mistakes. Because I remember when I made a $350 mistake when I was first starting in my company. And, you know, since then I've made $13,000 mistakes or $30,000 mistakes. And, and it's just, it's easier to make the mistakes when things are slow and, and small and starting in between you. Cause you're not a lawyer, right? Yeah, you did yeah, not. Yeah. So we, I mean, I learned a mistake, uh, ended up turning out okay. Um, but one of our brands, we were trying to, um, uh, run a trademark uh-huh. and I did it by myself with the good old internet legal stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And it came back as rejected. My trademark came back as a, as a reject. I said, Nope, you're not allowed to have it. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, um, that's an issue because this is a brand that we've been using for a long time. Um, and it was just it was the, the trademark of a brand name. So then we get a, uh, I got a real attorney, right? Yeah. Paid him real money. And I said, hey, this is what was rejected last time. And he said, oh, we can do that, but we just need to file it this way. Well, he files it that way. And then the day before Thanksgiving, I get two days, two days before Thanksgiving? It was two. I get a certified letter mm-hmm. in the mail, Ooh. a cease and desist. We will proceed to legal action if you do not shut down all sales in the next seven days. Okay. Because you filed the trademark? So because I filed a trademark yep. that originally had gotten rejected, and um, we made some changes to it and refiled with the USPTO, U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Um, so then, I, 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 I'm, then I'm freaking out, right? I'm trying to fig- figure out Thanksgiving. We're traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a hold of my attorney. So then that, that next day, I finally get a hold of my attorney. I said, hey... I just got this. Do I need to turn everything off? And he said, take a picture of the letter, send it to me. He took a look at it and he said, no, you're fine. But I need to make some phone calls. So keep it open, whatever. What happened was this same company that didn't like my brand before in their category 
didn't like our brand in this new category that was separate from what they were doing. Um, now, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office had already basically accepted this, said, yep, we're fine. But as part of trademark, the way that they do is they publish it. Mm. And then there are attorneys whose sole job is just to search through new patent and trademark applications mm-hmm. so that then they say, okay, um, does, this, does this match up? So really, it wasn't the company that was coming after me. It was the law office they had in that retainer. Yeah. Okay. So a phone call later, this lawyer to their lawyers, they were like, you know what? Yeah, uh, you know, we sent it out because it's a scare tactic. It really is. Just like you, oh, it, it's absolutely a scare tactic. It's a scare because- tactic. Well, when, when, we, when we did that, the originally they're like, hey, we're going to fight this legally. And we're like, go for it. Like, you've sold nothing. Like, anyways. But yeah, yeah it, it, it made it, it legitimately put a smile on my face when they're like, we're going to take this to attorney and sue you. And I'm like, what losses? You you haven't sold anything. You're gonna spend you're gonna spend two to five thousand dollars fighting me for something you haven't sold anything on. Yes, yes, that, that's what I told my wife immediately. But it was as like that, that was that was the message I didn't respond to because that's like they're like right. I came up with this. You need to like take the re- remove this, or I'm gonna go to an attorney. And I was like, do it. I dare you. And and so that's that's when I went back to sleep. and then they started harassing my wife and so we actually responded to the harassment but and so now we are going to get an attorney because harassment has it has very, actual laws yeah, no, against it's it libel so anyway uh, we ended up getting it sorted out um, and they didn't have any legal ground uh, to to get at, at at and this was our this brand was one of our top selling items mm-hmm. in our entire catalog so yeah we had a lot going for us. Um, but uh, but it was a it was a scary it was a scary situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so my argument is like right now, and we talk about this with um, oh not what is the what is the AI image creators? Things? Oh, uh, Midjourney, 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 and Stable Diffusion are the two big ones that people. Okay, use. so like now you have this whole new level of how much do you have to change? Before it's no longer a copyright infringement or a trademark. Now, trademark's a little different because you're talking about brand confusion. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing, you know, if I Apple is a technology company and someone comes out and creates Prapple. A technology company. A technology company, there's an issue. Now, if you have Apple the technology company and you have Apple the uh, fingernail trimmer trimmer company, okay, the the that's different, right? Um, you're not looking at that brand confusion, but brand confusion is one of the primary reasons that when the you you know the trademark first trademark law was 1870. I was looking up, mm-hmm. um, it got squashed constitutionally. So a new one came up in 1891. That one stuck. Then the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office came up in 1905. I know, nerdy, right? Uh-huh. But this whole idea of okay, um, we want to make sure that people don't have brand confusion, that people aren't stealing ideas. Um, and, uh, and so that when the idea is in the hands of essentially the creator of that particular idea, it doesn't get stolen and taken and, and used by somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, and it's, it's old, right? We still do this. Is it even like... I think, does it need to be a thing anymore? Does it need to be a thing? And if it does, what needs to change? Because like, for example... Well, you have patent trolls. So, so yes, yes, you the do. The reason why 
Ridge Wallet, there's so many copies in the United States, is because before Ridge Wallet became a thing, someone just filed a patent for what essentially is a Ridge Wallet. But it's not an actual Ridge Wallet. It's 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 a very hang, hang on. They filed the patent or a trademark. Patent. Okay. Okay. They filed a patent for it because so patent trolls are different than than, than right, 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 right. Patent. So so they went after real quick. Patent is usually on either a design or an engineering principle for a particular item. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 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 or process. process or process. A trademark is for a mark, color scheme, word, et cetera, that you are using. Inside of we would something, trademark something like that, something like that, or you know, we have the name of my sandals, Kaibak, which is a trademark. Um, and then on the the at the same time, you also have um, copyright, which is typically for things like uh, a, a literary document or something along those lines that that you can't and copy word for word. And songs are copyrighted. Art essentially, yeah, art, art is copyrighted. Images, like this song, trademark. <laughs> like no. I, like I can't patent a song, but I could patent a song making process. Ooh, that's really weird. To make music that a you then copyright. That I then copyright. It's like a double and then music. trademark the name of the band. But I wanted to just clarify Ooh. that I don't know as far as listeners are concerned if they're like, well, what's the difference? So that's a a, a short version of. The difference between those different things. So you just went over it, and I still don't understand it. So it's fine. Right. <laughs> no. Cool. Um, <laughs> Learning in your podcast. Not I, a thing. I mean, that's technically what we're supposed to be doing is educating people. But whatever. So we're just griping. Is that um, what it is? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continue on what you were saying. Um, you forgot. Oh no no yeah so so uh, someone filed the patent for essentially what a Ridge Wallet is. Oh, yes. And then Ridge Wallet came out with their wallet, and they tried to sue Ridge Wallet. Well, the thing is, is that a lot of U.S. courts have kind of picked up on this, and if you are a patent troll, you kind of have a little bit harder time. They still exist because obviously, if you can make money by having the broadest idea and then patenting it, wait until an object comes out that's close to what you patented. And then suing them, a lot of times it's a big company. They'll just throw money at you to shut you up because that's why you exist. Um, but anyways, because of that, Ridge doesn't own the patent on their wallets in the United States, which is why I can sell a white label version of it legally in the um, on Etsy. But in the UK, the patent was still available. So they filed the patent in the UK and got it. So if you're an international seller that sells in the UK, then they can issue a cease and desist and take down your listing worldwide. And it is annoying, and I understand that they're trying to protect their brand, but still, when I only sell like three wallets a month for $15 and theirs is $90, I don't even think we're in the same... Like, I don't feel that I'm stealing market from them at all. Like, I guess the thing that confuses me about that is everything that you've mentioned for me, falls under trademark. doesn't fall under patent. I don't understand how, because the confusion of the brand is... So, but you know, this wasn't under brand confusion. This was use of intellectual property. Yeah, so in, in that case, the so wallet So they said itself, a wallet that consists of two layers with a money clip that's elastically held together is what they filed a patent on. 
so, so that style, that look, the little, the little push out thing, the on little the push out thing, and all of that, that got, that got that patented. Is their design, it is a design patent. In in the United States, it was ruled too broad, and so everyone is still allowed Which to I use it. I guess that falls under where my understanding is. I was like, that's extremely broad, because I'm going through this. I'm going through this process right now with patents and trademarks, and the two differences between both, and so that makes sense. Since I am a U.S. citizen, that makes sense to me. Uh huh. And but in the U.K., somehow they got it, and so oh, someone started years. scrubbing through Etsy, finding anyone who was selling in the U.K. and and uh, filing things to get their links to, taken down, which was yeah. Anyways, why don't? Well, whatever. What are you gonna say? Why? Uh, why not just amend the listing to not sell it anywhere? In the U.K. Yeah, say U.S. only. Um, I I can. I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh no! Hmm. Wow. Okay. Look, so we thought you were a victim, but really you're just lazy using your time efficiently. <laughs> it was making hundreds, and I'm making thousands of dollars on another product. So I, it's kind of gotten That's swept fair. in the rug That's a little fair. bit. Which I owe you money, by the way. Yeah, and you 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 told me earlier. Okay. And then I said I'll I owe him money. I don't know anybody. So how much anybody. do I pay you now? Because I'll just pay straight to you instead. <laughs> And then you can take it off of mine. <laughs> I get a paycheck from you, so. Um, but so, so here's my question for you. Going back to this, when should you look at, or when do you think a person should look at filing a trademark patent, whatever? Ooh. Should it be immediately? Like, is 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 because of the scare that we had with the tomb? Is that something that I want to look into? Getting some sort of intellectual property protection, either through a patent or a trademark or whatnot. I'll go first. Yeah, because mine's pretty cut and dry. No, for for you to file a a patent, I'd say no because the cost to do it is dramatically more than the lifetime earnings of what you'll make. I think. How much does it cost? I starting out a good, like good patent, you're in the tens of thousands. Now, also, the, the way in which you make them, I... It is, is unique enough. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's unique enough. When somebody files... So for me, to file a trademark, I think you should trademark your stuff always. I think trademarks are good to do. If you have a brand, trademark a brand. Patents, I think you only patent if your process of doing it is... Very unique. Or according to other people, a good idea. Like mm. just because you think it's a it's a one in a million kind of an idea, I don't think is is grounds to make it a patent to put the legwork into it. But if you have somebody that's like, dude, this is pretty sweet and you want like legit protection against the process in which your stuff is made, you do the patent and then you trademark your brand to protect your brand. Interesting. Interesting. I I'm all, I'm very, very similar lines uh, than that, but I'm going to dig a little bit deeper on, on some separation. So um, number one, yes, trademarks. I think trademarks are uh, very important to, at the very least, start out by doing research. Okay. You can mm-hmm. go onto the USPTO website. You can search their database. You can pay uh, some legal assistant a couple hundred bucks to, to, to do their job and go even deeper on it. Um, 
I so I was consulting a company, and they're like, "Yeah, this is going to be the name of the shoe line that we're that we're developing." And uh, I, within was it ten minutes of me sitting there knowing what I know, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, there's a problem because there's another shoe company with that same name." And they're like, "Well, no, we didn't we didn't hear about that from anybody. We didn't hear about that from." And I said, "Well, here it is. So I don't know who, what attorney you've been paying, but they're doing a terrible job at it." Well, I, I remember when we were looking at starting our, our keyboard company, it was going to call, be called Regalia. Uh-huh. And, and you, within 10 minutes, is like, it looks like the only other people who use that is some hair dryer company. You'll probably be fine. Yep. Like, and that, that's, that's pretty impressive to me that, like, you've developed that skill. I don't know. But, yeah, like. Now, I would say along those lines is sometimes, even though you're in different spaces, uh, you can, if your logo uh, is, so the biggest probably example of this is Apple that's, Apple sued uh, the food prep company, Prepare. And their lo- Prepare's logo was a pear, the outline of a pear with a leaf. Mm. And Apple sued them because their logo was a pear. And it's like, but I mean, you're talking tech and food preparedness, right? That's almost as... As far the ends of the spectrum now, as here's you can question, be. Did they win? Yeah. Oh. Because no. There's okay. Okay. T- okay. Go, go, go ahead. T- continue. The reason I would feel that they won that mm-hmm. is that if I created a, let's say I created a food company. Yeah. That was the Nike swoosh upside down. Yeah. Okay. And we're not talking about names at this point. We're talking about distinguishable. So if it's a pair Brand confusion. And all it look that pear just looks like an elongated apple with a bite and the thing. What they're what they're doing is is a- Apple is protecting their intellectual property. And sometimes it's just to open the conversation. It's I, just I want to I want to I want to look at it. So continue talking, but I'm 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 pulling out my phone. I'm gonna yeah, look it take up. a look. It's all right. We look at our phones all the time. It's not that we're bored. It's just that you know we really that that was close enough. Oh wow, that's not even close enough. Like if if I saw those two, I would never confuse those two. I think that was that was. Oh, it was definitely considered an overreach of a big, a big guy smashing down the little guy, and some argue like, was it even like, does it even really matter? Uh, was the name? What was the name of the company? Prepare. Prepare. P R E P E A R. Okay, never mind. I rescind what I was talking about because I that I see no. I see no overlap. If I, if I saw those two Lego, logos side by side, I would never consider them the same organization. No, especially that they're in different, entirely different fields. So keep reading that intent because, yeah, if they really won, that's And really it may have been settled out, out of court. Like in order to pre- – The pre- case is finally settled with the meal planning app Prepare agreeing to slightly alter its logo to avoid causing – Dilution of the distinctiveness of apples. No, so so when you I said food on. prep, you said it was a food preparing app. I'm sorry, it's a meal planning app. So, so it was tech. It was a little, it was tech, and it was probably being sold on an like app an store. app, an Apple App Store. Huh. So that that's that, that's a little that's a little. More, I don't know. How's that? It, how's it different? I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Like, I'm, you're I'm saying, trying you're to saying shove it, a square through a circle. Okay. Hole, okay? okay. That's fair. Because I'm like. You were saying that that's tech is like saying what, what? What I thought when you said fruit food prep, I thought you mean like someone who like sold saran wrap or like someone who like cut up fruit and then put it in little packages and then sent it to people. Not like 
a meal planning app where there, you download there's, it there, on there an Apple phone. There may be shoulder space. Like, it's not the same space, but it's shoulder. I don't know. What don't you're know. saying is, like, the same thing to me. Because okay. how would that person how would that person sell their stuff on an app on the internet? Right? Like that's how they sold their stuff. Like yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Right? Like, Technology's embedded in everything now. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So uh they took their app or their logo. We should screenshot this and, and do a little infographic on the, the video. Uh their leaf was uh rounded and they made it a straighter edge with a little bit of a curvature at the bottom so it was the leaf that was the issue that's that's the change they made to make it look uh, so so it was like me and my tomb thing all it says fix xyz and then we're good I don't know and I also probably a power flex I mean it really I, I, I feel I feel it was a little bit too it's like hey we're we're apple get your fruit Logos out of. Oh, but yeah, crapple. So, um, so coming back, back, back away is where you say, "Is it worth it?" Um, I feel like you do your research. Um, if I mean, if you are like a small start in your garage, you know. Ten dollars in your living room. Ten dollars is hard to come by. Then no, spending a thousand dollars on a on a trademark attorney to run the trademark gauntlet maybe isn't yeah. the best place to start. Now I will mention that trademarks the best and easiest way is that you're already selling something with that product on it. Like if you're yes. saying theoretically, I want to create this brand. The trademark doesn't office doesn't like that. They want to see that you're creating and building those things. So. Yep. So okay, let's say Thackery Factory. Uh-huh. I want to trademark it. What what would I need to provide then? Uh, I know exactly. Good. So every so I just had a renewal. I just had a renewal on the Kaiback name. How often do you have to renew a, a trademark? Five, eight, eight. That's a weird number. It's it's eight years because if you remember, oh, yeah. uh, it was 2015 is when we filed it. Every time so, you have to baptize, he's eight. <laughs> Maybe it's seven and I filed it later. Honestly, I can't remember. But I had to send pictures. I had to send pictures of product with the Kaibak name on it in all of the categories. So like we Mm -hmm. do shirts, we do belts, we do – like we have all these different – the categories, apparel categories that we're a part of. And so we have to show – and like this year we actually dropped it off of a couple of items and I won't mention which ones. But we dropped a couple of categories because initially we started there. And then we didn't end up building anything more in uh-huh. that category. And so we said, well, we're not going to worry about paying and fighting within those categories because I don't have proof of, of it on those. Now, sandals were there, right? Um, shirts were there. Uh, beanies were there. Mm-hmm. But Weird thing. So I actually looked it up. Like The only difference between trademark and owning the intellectual property is that when you own a trademark, it gives you a leg up when suing for damages is the main thing that a trademark gives you over just owning it. Because if you already produced it and you have evidence that you made it first and were selling it first, mm-hmm. you can get them to take it down. But unless and unless you want to go that one step further and be like, hey, you took some of my market share. You now need to pay me what you took plus damages. That's what you need to have a trademark for. Um, so... We don't have our logo on any of our products, though. We put it on the packaging of our products. So 
what would that be then? So the other thing that's interesting and uh, about okay, so talking about the Thackeray factory, like mm-hmm. this idea. Number one, um, I think it's you're it's long enough that I don't have to it's worry about unique enough. I don't know how much I would worry about someone else coming in and trying to create. A factory, factory factory. Yeah. My sister-in-law got mad at us when we made our business because she's like, I was going to use that. Your sister-in-law watched this podcast? Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, snip, no. snip. Play a song. Cut it out. Quick, quick, make it so that it gets copyright, whatever. So... She she said like hey I was gonna use that and and her response is like well well we are using it so too bad essentially and tough so, titties at the kitty <laughs> so so we, we made it and, and and our other thing is like this is Thackeray Factory 3D if you want to do something else with Thackeray Factory do whatever you want no you don't want to do that it's uh, yeah you don't want her to call anything close to Thackeray Factory I'm not worried okay great but what I'm so what I'm getting at is. Like, um, really hope you don't watch this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, so when you're looking at it from a perspective of like where you are, okay, yes, you are a maker, uh huh, yes, you are generating items, you are creating stuff, you're not branding anything, Mm -hmm. you're not, I mean, you have ideas and you have art, and you could arguably copyright art. The problem with some of the copyright and art is that. Some of the stuff you're including mm-hmm. in that art is belong to something else. Yep, it's a it's a it's a, a, uh-huh. a licensed art or different things. Well, and a lot so, of its geometric shapes is with things you can't copyright. Okay, that's fair. Um, trademark does, in my opinion, does very because like I mean, you could also argue that you go to some place that's like, well, we're the Tandoori uh, Bakery, and it's like, okay, well, you know, Tandoori's pretty generally used. Um, you know, it's a specific physical location. I'm not saying that trademark's good there. Trademark is really good when you are trying to build a brand equity. Yes. Um, especially if you're thinking you're going to sell it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are generating items that have that brand equity on it, right? So if you're wearing an Under Armour shirt, Under Armour doesn't want someone else having a brand that's called Armour Under and it has two C's that look like this, right? They don't want that. That's what they're protecting. Over armor. Um, you know, you have... Over weakness. You, where you're at... No. Now, your rugged life gear, yeah. when you, that stuff, I think rugged life gear is a prime candidate. Rugged life gear that's sitting on... It's like your brand mm-hmm. knives and flashlights. That is there because that's what you... Again, what you don't want is someone coming in and creating rugged life Games. stuff. And R- RLS, yeah, and uh, using the and, same logo. And, and, and the, I, I need to revamp Rugged Life Gear. So far, it hasn't sold. It it sold a little bit in February, and then just it's been. You sold a, a knife while you were gone. <laughs> I owe you money. Did I mention that? <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> um, uh, so so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I need to revamp that again. brand really bad. Like I just I've just been so busy with. Well, that's fine, but you're chasing after, and I think that that's okay. Like yeah, you don't want to. Was it stepping over dollars to pick up dimes? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I very much you're, agree. I want to build that into an successful brand. I, huh? <laughs> I did it again. Remember, I did that like three episodes. I did the same exact like flub. 
successful brand. Those sexy brands. Those sexy brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to build it into a successful <laughs> brand, uh, but I just I, I haven't I haven't found its product yet. I haven't mm-hmm. found its its Easter tomb That's or fair. its levitating die. So as soon as I find that, then then I can I can. It'll it'll make more sense to invest more time and build it into something. And at that point, you would want to think about a getting trademark. something trademarked because yeah. where it's at right now, like if someone came in and fought you on Rugged Life Gear or something occurred, you you would be maybe frustrated. You'd mm-hmm. have some equipment, but it wouldn't ruin what you what you're doing. Yeah. It, yeah. If, if you instead decided that Rugged Life Gear is like, oh no, someone said I can't use that, so now you're going to call it um, Outbox or uh. something, then it's like. I'm okay. I'm going to survive. You know, with we had with our brand, we had sold so many of that item over so many years that when we finally got around to trademarking, we were we were in trouble if it wasn't going to go through. Like mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out how do we change everything, our brand equity and all these pieces. Um, and it, once you once you own once you own a space or or at least are a major player mm-hmm. in the space, that's or even when- first to market. Yeah. Yeah. Meaningful first to market in a space. Once you once you have something like that, like you you want to hold on to that and do whatever you can to protect it. Um Which is what Apple did, which is why Apple was kind of a jerk. Because yeah. they said we don't even wanna we don't even want to let an inch in on this because you're selling that app on our app store that we think works and, and if Apple goes in and they lose, they 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 then know where that line in the sand is and they're okay with it because they have legal teams. And of then money they, to they do move that. their goal. And so, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Dude, this is... They're also valued, I mean, at the time, I think they are still pretty close, if not over, but they're valued at a trillion dollars. It's so, true. Mm. It's true. Oh, man, but... That's, that's a T, folks. Trillion. And I just want to make a couple million, so... Now. So, yeah. I, I wanted to get into, so when you're talking about, like, that's trademark, right? A word uh-huh. or a, a, a mark of some, of some sort. When you're looking at patents, you are right. Patents can be tens of thousands of dollars. It depends on the kind of patent. There's engineering That's patents. True. There's design patents. Design patents are easy to get through. Like, so for example, let's say someone has a design patent for a style on a shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then someone else could come in and tweak the design, and it's fine, mm-hmm. right? And and there's there's not that legal ramifications. A um, an engineering patent <clears throat> is like a process. It's like, hey, when I make my sandals, I have this level, this level, this level, this level of these compositions of foam. Um, this is the TPR composition. This is everything that's there. If someone comes in, and this is what gives us our squish or gives us our whatever. And so mm-hmm. when someone else comes in and says, hey, wait a minute, I want to make that, and they go out and they use it, then uh, then you can go after them and say, hey, that, that was our design process or a steel-making process or a cement-making process. What do you think Netflix had when they went after Blockbuster? Because I, do you remember? Did you, did you not remember that? So Netflix started the online streaming thing, uh-huh. and Blockbuster, in order to try not to die, um, launched its own streaming service. And Netflix said, like, no, this is ours. Here's our patent, and they won. And uh, my first thought is they probably built, even if it was a straw case, they essentially wanted the final death nail in Blockbuster for sure. But then you had, you know, Apple TV and Amazon and Amazon Prime and these other ones that came up with their own streaming services. Now, here's what's interesting. Okay, you keep looking that up, but I'm going to bring this this one up because something that can happen Uh is 
let's say you weren't using a tech, a tech device that you bought out of China. So let's say you're a white label and, you, and, you, and it's a, a pair of, um, let's say a, a fitness watch, okay? That fitness watch comes in, you're selling it under your own brand, everything else. Well, now all of a sudden, someone else who owns a patent on one of the processes that's happening inside your fitness watch that essentially that Chinese company stole, put into that watch and sold to you, you are still held liable. Interesting. So, you know, it, it doesn't happen very often. And because it's, you know, those kinds of things are, are, are difficult. But, you know, but, there was a friend of ours. And I'm hmm. going to try and keep this as vague as I can. There was a yeah. friend of ours that designed an item that goes on your face. And it looked a lot like there was, there was basically a button. And it looked a lot like another company that did stuff for your face. (laughs) You've done a really good job about keeping it vague. (laughs) There was an item on their face. (laughs) What am I talking talking about? This region. (laughs) I was was about to say, well, it could be headphones. It could be. Oh, uh, not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. They were were eye headphones. So essentially, essentially. um, Sunblockers. That's even even like closer. But they ended up having to go through uh, a, a lawsuit. They paid out a, a substantial amount of money because it was just similar enough to what they were doing, what this larger company was doing. Uh-huh. And it was fixed, right? Yeah, These companies don't want to crush ne- generally, necessarily. If they're not a patent troll, they're just protecting what's theirs. What's theirs, what's theirs right? Yeah. And, and, and they nine don't times hate their neighbors, ten. they just want the fence up and no one to cro- hop over the fence to steal. Yeah. Like, the like with the prepare, as soon as they changed the leaf, it was good. And with, with my situation is they made the changes so that there wasn't that confusion. Like I, I don't care anymore. It's just, I don't want people looking for my specific item and then ended up buying theirs, which so, I found it. Uh-huh. Cool. 2007. So a hot minute ago, uh, it, uh, this is when it was settled, was in 2007. Blockbuster settled a patent dispute with rival Netflix, rival Netflix that challenged Blockbuster's entry into online DVD rentals. Oh. So that's, that actually makes okay. a little more sense. So it wasn't about the streaming platform. It was, it was, it was about the Blockbuster was, tried to enter the DVD rental game online and netflix said which ah, is ah, og ah. netflix that's what netflix that's was what, yeah that's how they started out i think that would be turned to silver screen i think is what that that section of netflix is called now i don't know that's that. but that was do you know it, that still exists i'm sure that there's still a red box outside the walgreens that's true i mean yeah come on when i worked at the mail like there was i would deliver dvds and i would just be like people still do this but it so, makes sense because they didn't get well, and you can there. get really obscure stuff that you can't find, and that's that's what when we what talk kind of about stuff are you into <laughs> <laughs> Su- Swedish stuff, <laughs> which which then they sued them because Blockbuster was like we invented the back room first, <laughs> so <laughs> had a black light and a beaded curtain and everything. Blockbuster more like black. Never mind. So if you have <laughs> not what I not what I anticipated, I stopped. You can just remove that. But <laughs> what what Netflix really was um, was mm-hmm. good at was the long tail, right? People who wanted to get this documentary that was literally impossible to get anywhere else in any of the blockbusters, et cetera, and that might get rented three times a year 
But for them to keep it in a little sleeve in an inventory was very inexpensive. And, uh, and so that was that, you know, that what, what they were doing. And that process up until that point had never been done. So yeah, that makes sense that if Blockbuster came in and said, we're going to start mail order DVDs and we're going to be the first one, or we're going to do it even though Netflix is doing it. I can so understand that. this is knowing what we know now about Netflix, okay, and where it started, I'm going to read you what was written about it, like what the suit was, and then as I read it, you tell me what your thoughts are. Uh-huh. A Netflix spokesman declined to comment, but uh, Blockbuster said last year its larger rival had stolen its systems for placing movie selections in a queue and its business model for charging subscribers a monthly fee to select and rent DVDs from its website. So Blockbuster was claiming that Netflix stole this process of selecting DVDs, putting them into a queue, and then charging so subscribers. So it, it was like a process. Hang on, hang on. Pause. You, was this Blockbuster sued Netflix? Netflix. No, no, no. Netflix sued Blockbuster, but Netflix didn't say why they sued. Blockbuster's the only one that Sorry. sued. Sorry. Netflix sued Blockbuster saying Blockbuster, Blockbuster stole did. its okay. system for placing movie selections in a queue. So, so, so it wasn't necessarily, so they said that they, they took the software that they developed is what they're saying. And then Blockbuster countersued on fraud and antitrust claims and said Netflix patents were so broad as to be unforceable. Gotcha. And they and they settled they settled out of court. And I think I think the settlement was that every, a, a portion of every rental needed to go to Netflix. So and, and then it just, I think they settled out of court by saying Blockbuster was just going to go out of business anyway. So uh-huh. <laughs> there's still one left. Yeah, it's uh, in, in Alaska, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, run by the old CEO. He's just uh, up there. He's just he's just he got exiled. They don't tell him that the business is gone. He thinks he's still running a large (laughs) national (laughs) one. And it's like, how's my business doing? Like, it's great, Grandpappy. We we rented three movies today. Am I busting those blocks? (laughs) Do you remember in Mission Impossible when the the codes got the first one, the first Mission Impossible, Uh 1996. Okay, when the guy, everything was taken, or the the, the Nautilus was taken from Langley, and uh, and the guy that lost it basically says, "Send him." It's like, put him. I want him at the farthest outpost in Alaska. Oh. Mail him his clothes, and that's basically what happened to that blockbuster. Is they said, "Let's just <laughs> yeah. go to the furthest part in Alaska," Deuces. and they shut down everything to there. Mail him his late fees. Oh, but, man, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we're five minutes. I know. Hour, so we're almost we gotta... at the hour mark. Dude, this, this was a fun, this I think was probably one of our most educational episodes. Yeah. I thought, you know, sometimes it's a little, talking about educational stuff can be a little more boring than exciting. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, I don't, I don't feel this one was that boring. Luck is better. <laughs> but yeah, come on, no, baby. luck is better. It gives you sixes and dollars. No, <laughs> skill is better. Uh, so intellectual property you experience. Um, okay, but this is actually one thing I wanted to talk about about intellectual property. You're gonna start it now at five minutes till the end. Yeah, you know, no, no, just just right. a little bit, All just right. a little bit. He said no, 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 but he's gonna yes, yes, yes. So yeah. here we go. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Intellectual property, <laughs> all of the laws that we've talked about, only protect you in the United States. True. Mm, well, to an extent. Once yeah. I yeah, once you get I think once you get out of the United States. It gets it gets well so uh one wheel. They they paid factories in China to make one wheel and then at the next uh consumer entertainment convention that they had in Vegas a new single wheel like vehicle by China was being released. A single wheel. Um, and and I, I don't remember what, but single but, rounds. Uh, one wheel talked to the the convention and had that booth forcibly removed from the convention because it violated um, patent law. And so, it, it, but the thing is that they they're still completely allowed to sell it over in China, and as long as they file the patent in places like the EU before one wheel does, then they can sell it over there as well. Correct. And so like when you move into a global market, defending your brand and your ideas becomes a much, much more it's difficult more game. And quite frankly, even if you have the paper, because this is this is something that I will emphasize until the day that I just leave this mortal good, coil. Yeah, this great life here. Um it, it is literally a piece of paper. It is only as far as you can protect it, okay? Think of it like if you own... So let's say you own a a, a, a half-acre lot, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can build nice tall walls on that big-acre lot, and it won't cost you a ton. You can build defense systems or whatever, and that acre lot belongs to you, okay? Now let's say you had to do the same defense for a 30-acre lot, that's going to cost exponentially more money. You're going to have a lot more problems with holes. I mean, look at the U.S. border, right? <laughs> so there's a lot of just Classic. when you have these large, you know, a larger swath, it's harder to to, to defend all of that. So, mm-hmm. yes, are there international patent stuff? There is. Don't look at it. Did you, did you <laughs> there it? are. I just unscrewed it. That's fine. Um, if that microphone falls off, I'm going to be pissed. Um, the EU has their own. I mean, each country has their own laws. China takes a lot. Um, I think that there is some uh, benefit, and I don't think we're gonna we're gonna get into that today. Um, we're not gonna get into that today because we're almost over and it finished. Uh-huh. But sometimes taking and using, uh, you know, yeah, great. The one wheel. If one wheel never gets to India, but the you know the Chinese knockoff the Chinese does. knockoff does get there. Um, now those people have that opportunity that one wheel maybe never would. So I guess what I'm saying is when you know, know what your kind of area is, know your, the, find the area that you want to defend and yes. that you can afford Stay to defend. That you can afford to defend. Cause if you try to try and spread out your resources and you want to try and fight street vendors in South America, because they have, or they're farmer. using they're using your Easter tomb that they found and knocked that off and go cut it out, and they're now selling it on the streets of Peru. You're not going to go down there and try and squash all of you know anyone who's been to South America that I guess years ago where they would sell pirated movies on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and that was just well, and, and then knock off everything. I, I knew a guy who came back with a bunch of knockoff Pokemon cards, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, it, but. But that's as you, you set your fence, you, uh-huh. you set up where you want to protect, and that fence can grow, right? You can in the future go buy a 30 acre lot and go start fighting people offshore. But if, it, you know, focus on, focus on your area, 
first and don't don't get so caught up in the fact that mm-hmm. maybe someone is selling something that looks like this in Colombia. It's not right now is not the time to uh to, to, to fight it, especially yeah. when you're a startup. You're going to say something. No. Uh-uh. Great. So he, he's he's too distracted by this. Yeah, I messed up. I shouldn't have fiddle farted with that. <laughs> um let's end this so I can fix it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any, any more final thoughts from you about about it? I th- this is this is interesting. I I TM. don't. Yeah, TM. <laughs> I am. I don't. I I know this is something that I need to start moving into because what I what I'm building now is growing large enough that I'm going to start running into issues. Like as soon as you start selling thousands plus of a. Of a thing, you'll start turning heads. Yeah, people are like, oh, hey, he's having success. I want that, yeah. and then they'll start either making knockoffs or 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 something to try to do it as well. I mean, that's essentially how how we got started. Is someone's like, hey, I like these, but I want it a little bit different. Can you make one? And so we did that, and so now now we're in the space, and now someone's doing that with our stuff, which. And this is maybe a, t- a talk for another time, but which is why sometimes I feel like that it's antiquated because uh-huh. especially now where we have so much access to larger markets and different things, um, you got started because you saw someone else's good idea and you made your own variation of that good idea. Uh-huh. If that original person were to come after you and not be as kind and say, no, the idea of, I know this isn't, this is mm-hmm. kind of irrelevant, the idea of an Easter tomb out of wood belongs to me. Therefore, you mm-hmm. can't do it. And they have more money than you, and you just go, well. Then, then, we would, then we would have been dead in the water. Exactly. You know, I think about some of our sandals. When we first started, a lot of them were white label produced sandals. And then we had our brands and we did some design work on our own. But if someone came to us, if someone were to come to us and say, oh, by the way, having a sandal with one strap over the top is our trademark, you can't use it, then we would not enter into the space. One of the greatest quotes, I think, relevant to this. Yes, end it on the greatest quote. In one of, not the, but one of the greatest Don't sell yourself short. The greatest. It's not my quote. Um, It's from the social network. Uh-huh. When uh, Zuckerberg is fighting the Linkle or the Winklevi twins, mm-hmm. um, he says, "A guy who builds a nice chair doesn't owe money to everyone who ever has built a chair." It's true. Oh, okay. man. All right. So, but he th- paid the Winklevosses and Divya Narendra anyway, and mm-hmm. he also paid Eduardo Saverin a lot of money as well. Honestly, sometimes. Sometimes the answer, the answer, especially with bigger companies, sometimes the easiest answer is money. Here's the money. Leave now you're alone. happy. Go it's away. not hurting me. Yeah. 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 That's very true. Oh, I was going to say a joke right there, but I won't. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Uh, audio podcasts available essentially everywhere audio podcasts are available Apple, Spotify, Google. YouTube actually now has a podcast section, so that's interesting enough. Um, and uh, video podcasts available on YouTube and Rumble. Watch us, follow, like, subscribe, hit the bell, do all that jazz, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hmm?
What about it? There needs to be a little silver thing on the inside of that. Really? Oh, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I saw you trying to put it in and I thought that it was. But no, you're right. Nope. Fixed it, nailed it, crushed it. I was going to say. Somebody.